You're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Okay, listen up. If you are struggling with capturing your audience's attention, aka you've got low engagement, nobody's replying to your DMs, nobody's commenting on your posts, you've got a lower than you'd like follower count, and an overall lack of leads coming in, I can tell you that 90% of the time, your messaging is to blame. The good news is there are really simple, easy ways that you can amplify your message, connect with more potential clients, and rise above the noise without having to hire and spend thousands of dollars on a copywriter. Because maybe if you're early on in your business, you're just not there yet to invest that kind of money, but you still want to be able to make that connection with potential clients. So come join me for my next workshop. It's called Master Your Message. It's free and it's virtual. You can sign up at the link in my bio on my Instagram. I'll throw it into the show notes of this episode. And you can also go to my website, www.nikkiarnsman.com and scroll down to the footer on any page and sign up there. It's going to be Tuesday, February 4th at 1 p.m. And I hope that you will come and join me so that you can learn how to master your message, connect with more clients, and make more money. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to have a virtual best friend on this um, podcast today. Uh, Christy Coronado is here with us, and Christy and I have well, Christy's married to a friend of mine from high school, and Christy lives in New Jersey. We became we became best friends <laughs> when we were pregnant with our little girls and um now we kind of feel like our our kids are like soulmates even though they haven't really met yet but i think they just move through every stage at the same exact time um, but christy's a wife a mom um she's a blogger influencer and she also is a partner in her business with her husband uh christian coronado so um christy why don't you say hello and um, introduce yourself. Oh, hello, virtual best friend. <laughs> That's so true. Um, I'm so excited to be like talking to you face to face, and especially in these circumstances. I feel like I remember when you and I first talked about like the business starting, mm-hmm. and the goal I would express to you would always be for me to leave and like completely be full partner with my husband, Christian. And it's crazy that now I'm on a podcast with you and you're doing your own thing and it's actually happened for me. So I'm, yeah. I'm so super excited. I know. Yeah. Christy and I are um, video Zooming right now, which is actually the first time we've ever like, it's, it's kind of like we're hanging out. It is. <laughs> And it's kind of like the first time we've ever hung out. Yeah, this is like quite a way to spend our first date together. But yeah, me too. I remember when you, so I remember when we were pregnant and 
um, you were, and then I remembered when you, we delivered and you were like, I don't want to go back to work, but like you were in like such transition at that time. I feel like, did you like had started a new, with a new company too? So when Tegan was born, I was still with Syntops, which is like a really big, um, sales company. So (laughs) it was just a very, uh, like very not daunting. I don't want to say that, but demanding job. Mm -hmm. So when I would go, when I went back, it was like, they needed me all the time. My work always came home with me, even though it wasn't my own business. And so when I delivered and Tegan went back to daycare or went to daycare three months after I had her. So like my brand new baby is in daycare five days a week. And I'm working this job that I wasn't completely happy with. I was doing really well. Um, I was trying to pump on the road. So if anyone's familiar with the sales rep role, you are on the road all day. So if you are a breastfeeding mama, you are stopping and going in your back seat and pumping in your car and doing whatever you possibly can. Um, and it was just so crazy. It was, it was tough. Christian, like I remember he got me this like cordless pump because it just, I just had to do it. And then when I was in the office, I had to use a man's office to pump. It was just not the perfect scenario. So Christian had already started the business at the time, obviously. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But it was just like, I was er, like so eager to make the next step and to like figure out where exactly I belonged and, and be more involved and be home with my baby more. Yeah, totally. At what point did you feel like I mean, I think you, I think it's clear that you were kind of always wanting to get out of the corporate world at that point. Um, but at what point was it like, okay, it's time, like I'm ready. And, and was that like a sure thing or was it like an, okay, we're going to try this out and let's see how it goes. So what, what happened was, is Christian started to, to do the business while I was eight months pregnant and that was such like a scary thing for me because we were both working full time. Pause really quick. Can you, what is the business? Tell everyone what the business is. So the business is called Coronado's Clean Cuisine. It is a healthy meal prep delivery service. So we provide healthy portioned, ready to heat and eat meals and we deliver them right to your doorstep. So you take them out of your fridge, you pop them in your microwave and they're ready to eat and they're completely healthy. So like, There's a couple others that are all around the country, um, but we pride ourselves on being very different in the sense that our ingredient list is very minimal. It's like two ingredients per product. Um, And so Christian had wanted to start something like that because there was nothing around that was truly a healthy meal prep company and fully customizable. So if someone was vegan, they'd have an option. If someone didn't want carbs in their meals, they'd have have an option. So he did this when I was eight months pregnant. He like walked out of the shower one day. I'm sitting on the couch, huge. And he says, I'm going to start cooking. I'm like, all right, like, let's do this. It was so scary though, because like I said, we were both working full time and then he would leave his job to go cook like at night. So I like never really saw him. Um, and then we didn't expect it to, but in one month it grew so much that Christian had to quit his job. So here I am pregnant still. Christian quits his job. We were on his insurance. So it was like, okay, like we got to do this. Like he's going to quit his job. I have to get, we have to get on my insurance so that we're covered with having the baby. 
Um, and then it really just grew from there. And that's how we became an LLC. We got our own commercial kitchen and it really wasn't until the right before the two year anniversary of CCC did we decide that I needed to become full time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was like, we have to do this or we can't grow. I I guess it kind of was because we were weighing the options. And at that point I like was at a different job than I was when I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and I was in a much better job. So I was like making more money. I was a pharmaceutical sales rep. So if anybody Mm -hmm. knows what that is, it's like if you're in the pharma world, um, it's like one of the best sales reps jobs. And I'm like, okay, like, am I going to really leave this comfortable career that everybody strives to have with the stability, the insurance. Um, it, it was just like, okay, well, what do we do? Exactly. Like the paycheck that you know is always coming in. And we have, I don't know how old Tegan was. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know, like a year old maybe. Yeah. And that's when we were just like, it was when he was getting so busy and working so many long hours that he's like, I can't do this without you. Yeah. And we were losing someone that was a huge part of our operation for her to have a better opportunity as well. And it's like, well, it can't be anybody else, but, but me. Yeah. So we made the leap. Um, like I said, last, it'll be a year actually in either this month or next month that I left my corporate job to completely be with CCC and we didn't tell anybody. I remember not family. I think you knew you told me what I like didn't really like, I, you know, who was I telling? So, but it just, cause you were my virtual best friend. It was like, yeah. I tell you everything. So I was like, like, it's just crazy because I'm sure my mom will listen to this, but like my mom didn't know, like Christian's yeah. family didn't know. And here's the reason it wasn't like a, a disrespectful thing. It was just like, Christian and I sat down, we talked about it. We said, what is the best for our family and the growth of our business? And we came to a conclusion that, listen, if this is what we need to do, we're going to do it and we're not going to let it fail. We're going to bust our ass until we make sure that we're providing for our family. We weighed out the options with like what health insurance would cost. And it was just like, well, if we want this to go to the next level, we kind of need to both be on board because I was the sales rep. You know, I can bring in sales. I can market. And it was just the right time, as scary as it was. Do you, like, in hindsight, looking back and, and maybe just, like, doing a little reflection on it, do you feel like you leaned on, like, instinct and intuition and just kind of, like, that female inner knowing when it was, like, this is what has to happen? And Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of the times where we were very fearful and it was almost because of that fear that like really drove us to like, to like either make it or break it. And there was no option. Like female intuition is a big thing, especially when you're a mom, you totally know this. It's like, if I have a child and I need to support them, then there is no failing. Like there's no option. So when it came to making the decision, it was just like, you know, you got to do it. If you're fearful, that's a good place to live. Be Mm -hmm. fearful, but also be like ready to take on anything that it's going to throw at you. And like I said, failure, which just wasn't an option. I had to just figure it out. Yeah. And so 
you know, I, I like heard you mention about it being like having fear and being like scared about it. And I think that's something like everyone listening here. And just, I know from myself, like building a business, um, and leaving, you know, like the reality is that being in a corporate setting or in more of a cushy setting is like, you are getting that weekly paycheck, whether you like hate that job or not, you're still from a logistical perspective, you're still getting X amount of money every other week, you know, or every week, however it is. And so I think that leaving that brings up a lot of emotions like it for you guys together. And then I, I understand, and maybe this will shed a little light on the, on the reason for keeping things quiet for however long you did is like the own internal dialogue of like, shit, I'm leaving this job, you know what I mean? And I'm going to go in full time on this. And there's like a sense of like irresponsibility, quote unquote, that other people may have about you and about that decision. And like, who needs that in addition to all the negative self-talk that you may have already been experiencing on top of the fear, on top of the mama guilt and everything else? Exactly. It, like you said, like it, was something that we kept to ourselves because for the fear of other people, or I guess the knowing of other people not being accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we made the decision, we knew fully like what we were getting into. Yeah. Um, and it was just something that, like I said, we were on the same page and that was the most important part. Me and my husband were like, okay, we're going to do it and we're going to make it work. Yeah. Um, And no matter what, like all the fears that we have, we still have, they're not gone and we're doing perfectly fine. Oh yeah. No, they're never going to go away. Like newsflash, anyone listening, it's like, but it's like the next level will bring an entirely new set of, of fears around the next level and, and expanding and growing and team. And, you know, it's just a whole new set of shit. Yeah. It's and we're there. I feel like it's a whole new set of fear starting with 2020, um, because of the success, which is such a great thing, right? Like you're fearful now because you're, you're so successful. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Well now like what's next? Like what's the next step? <laughs> so like, let, what is it like? I worked with my sister and my last business. So I know the interesting dynamics firsthand of working with family. Um, and I've done a little bit of work with my husband, but nothing like as extensive, I think, and as intimate as you are. And what's, how is that? Like, how is working with your husband? <laughs> how is it working with your husband? I think it's, um, it's very different for us because we both completely understand what secret introverts we are, which people probably will be like, you're not an introvert. You're all over Instagram, but actually I am. <laughs> and so is Christian. So we both know that we need time to like not talk. And what's crazy is before all of this, years and years and years ago, when we first met, we worked together every single day for six days a week um, in a supplement store mm. and it worked perfectly fine. So we knew that it would be okay, but we work in a kitchen side by side. We now both have a say in this business because I am fully invested in it. Um, so it is interesting at times that we don't agree all the time, which that was a really sweet word of you to choose. It's interesting at times. Yeah. That's definitely the way I would put it because 
there are times when like you want to just be like a wife and like yell at him, but you're, it's your business. It's not your marriage right now. Like you are in a business setting. Your staff is right behind you. Like you have to kind of wait a second to not wait a second, like wait until the night to like address if you have like a situation. So the best way for me to explain it is we both understand that we both need to not talk to each other during the day. Mm-hmm. And if we have like not a not not an issue, but if we have like a problem or a disagreement, talk about it outside of work hours, not in front of staff. Um, and I think that that's why we do so well because our business is our baby, and we treat it just like that. Like it's business at work, and then when we come home, we figure out any other shit that we need to deal with. Maybe that happened throughout the day. Yeah, that's I don't want to ring his neck, but he wants to ring my neck too sometimes. So <laughs> that's so good. I love hearing that. I think a lot of people feel like I think there's only like negative things talked about. Like, yeah, obviously it's so wonderful having like a family business, you know? And I think there's a lot of like negative things around that. And it's nice to hear that like, yes, it's hard. Um Yes, sometimes you want to like turn around and just like, you know, punch your husband. Yeah. You know, but like that there's a way to actually effectively communicate or not communicate like during certain times um, and be able to kind of like flip that switch into uh, wife partner mode. Exactly. And like I said, like our business is our baby. It's how we provide for Tegan. So I'm not going to compromise the dynamic of of our kitchen or our kitchen staff just because I have a feeling like or an emotion that I want to come out. And Christian's the same way. Um, we realistically don't, we don't talk very much to each other during the day. Like we'll talk to our staff, but we're just like so busy that there really is like no conversation unless it is about work. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So kind of this sort of, I feel like leads into just talking about, um, the, balance of all of that like do you have any any like tips or anything that has like worked for you I I don't even know if there's like does balance exist you know like (laughs) and it's funny because like I feel like you and I have talked about this even like before the the girls were born like I don't know and and I'm sure people won't like that we say this but like I don't feel like there is a balance like yeah like like sometimes the baby gets way more attention than Christian. And sometimes Christian gives work way more attention than me. And it's like, you have to just be understanding. Like if you are going to make this leap, whether you're in a family business or you're starting your own business, whether you have a kid or you don't have a kid and you have a social life, like you have to be understanding and okay that somewhere something might fall by the wayside Mm -hmm. and maybe tomorrow it won't. So like, On Mondays, I don't see my daughter a lot. I literally get her up and I get her out the door. And then when I get her home, it's bath time and bedtime. I maybe see her for two hours on Monday. And that's where I, not fail, but that's what falls by the wayside on Mondays. But like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays, I make up for that, you know? So maybe that is a balance, but every day isn't perfect. And somewhere something is always not balanced. That's so like good to hear. And I'm so glad you just shared that because, you know, Matt and I sometimes call these uh, 
what does he call them? Like they're they're like um moments of focus, like moments of key focus, he'll call them or something like that. And they're they're kind of like these times in your business or times in the week or times in the day or whatever it is that you like this that's where your focus needs to be. And I think that for me, like being such a go-getter and, you know, I get the sense that like you and Christian are the same way of just like you, you can throw down, like you'll do the hustle, you'll do the work. Um, and there's this, there's this weird stigma that maybe like, or, or maybe it's just like my own personal like judgment that I think people like think of me that like, I care less about my daughter than I do about my business or like, I, you know what I mean? I give more time to my business and like, well, what about my daughter, you know, or like, what about this? And like, that's something that I've really had, like personally had to kind of get over even, and I've talked about this before, um, you know, in becoming a mom was that like, I didn't want to be, I've realized I realized I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I could make it work. There's this, sorry, I'm stumbling on my words, but there's kind of like this thing around, like, especially in the creative world that I'm in, that if I'm not in like a physical space or doing some physical work like that, then I should be able to make it work with Coral around. Like, yeah. I should be able to then like, like you should be able to do your work for Coronado's Clean Cuisine, like, and Tegan be around. Right. And I tried to do that for too long. And I was trying to be that stay at home working mom and I wanted to bulge my eyes out and the reality is that I did get into a space of like I think I was depressed like I think I was overworked and just like you know trying like too hard to like keep the house clean be a good wife be a great mom work like oh well if you're home then you should have all of that together yeah to be able to work and take care of your kid and have a clean home. But I think that's so crazy because I think that it's this stigma to use your word that literally all of these people on Instagram expect you to show that like, okay. And it's funny that you feel that way. Like you feel like people view you caring less about your daughter. And I feel like people view me as caring less about my business because maybe I post more about my daughter than my business. And it's like, you're like, well, take me seriously as a mom. And for me, I'm like, well, take me seriously as a business owner. Yeah. And it's like this crazy thing where we feel like we have to show people like, no, like I'm a businesswoman or no, I'm a mom. When yeah. in reality, more so recently I've taken a step back. Um, and I love how you use like when, when you say like you're in a space, like, cause right now I'm in a space where I'm just like, if you want to think that I'm more involved with my daughter than I am with my business, that's fine. Because I know that on the days that I need to work, I'm working. Like there's no stopping me. Like that's just what I'm going to do. And then when I'm home with my daughter, it's like, okay, then I'm home with my daughter. Then I'm not answering my emails. Do you think that has something to do with like coming from a corporate world? Like, do you think that you were like taken more seriously when you worked a corporate job because you like worked for the man and put on the clothes every day and made the money? And like, now that you're doing your own thing, it's like less, like just taken less seriously. 100%. But why is that? 
I don't know. I'm saying that because I, I've, I've felt that way before. I mean, I've gotten in arguments with Matt where when, when maybe like I was having a slower month or, you know, just having those normal husband wife issues where my reactor would be like, well, then I'll just go and get a full-time job as if that's like going to be taken more seriously or better than whatever it is that I'm doing. Right. And I totally agree with you. And I feel like there are so many things that like people think when you say, oh, well, when someone asks, oh, well, what do you do for a living? Oh, I own my own business. And then like you see their reaction on their face, right? Uh, And I've gotten used to that. And like people are like, oh, you left pharmaceutical sales to own your own business? I'm like, yeah, I did. I actually remember, this is funny, I should have mentioned this earlier. When I told my boss that I was leaving, he was not happy. He was not nice. He said, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, oh, I'm going to join the family business. You know, I, my husband uh, started this meal prep company and um, I'm going to work for that full time and help it grow. And he's like, well, just so you know, small businesses fail within the first two years. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry if you misunderstood me. I'm leaving you because my business is, is succeeding. And yeah. he like, didn't know what to say. And it was like, I'll never forget that conversation. I will never forget the way that he made me feel. And I can't wait to just be like, to see his order come through. To be like, oh, bring to your house now. Okay. Yes, that's so good. That's just so good. (laughs) Yeah. So now that you're like, so now that you are doing this, do you feel like, entrepreneur like entrepreneurship like we're we're doing this and I don't know I talked to Christian about this I said I think that Nikki is going to ask me this question (laughs) Um, and we talked about it and I don't know if I I don't think I would I don't think I would call myself an entrepreneur I think you are an entrepreneur um I don't think that I am um I don't know why like I just I don't know I don't really have an answer for that. And like I said, I brought it up to my husband because I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know if I consider myself an entrepreneur. I just don't know if I do. What do you consider yourself? A business owner. Like, I don't really know if I need to be like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I thought of this up or my husband, I thought of this up ourselves. You know, I think I just consider myself a bit, a, a business owner. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I think you're an entrepreneur. I think like, I think both of you are, I think that you see opportunity. And well, when I think of like, what is entrepreneurship, right? It's not that like, we've got this portfolio of investments and like all of these different things right now, you know what I mean? But as your business grows and you are in, I mean, when you're building a business, you're in the space of personal development period end of you're so right and I just feel like I have such a hard time like I don't know like tooting my own horn like you know what I mean it's just like just me this is just what I'm doing um but when you put it that way like we're in charge of our own personal development so and like to what we were just saying before I think that like I think this happens where we sort of sidebar our success or like what's like what's actually happening in the business and how amazing it is like we would we would have no problem saying like oh my gosh yeah I just sealed the deal with like the top doctor like the top hospital you know what I mean like 
hell yeah. You know what I mean? And it would be celebrated yeah. within like, not only what probably within the company, but it'd be celebrated at home and you would go like have dinner and celebrate and, you know, pop yeah, some champagne. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but as business owners, we like, don't do that. <laughs> like we, and I don't know why, you no, know, and then we wonder like, then, then we wonder why it's not taken seriously. And I, it's like, oh, well, it's actually just a mirror of my own, like my own stuff coming up around. Like, so like to, to, to kind of what we were saying, it's just sort of like, getting in that space of like, yeah, like I, I am a successful business owner and like, I'm also an amazing wife and I'm also a great loving mom. And like, no one is going to tell me that I can't be all of those things except my own inner critic. Right. And like, it's our job to fully step into that, step into that role and like be that. Exactly. And that's why I truly feel like, like I mentioned before, and like you always talk about space, like it's taken me a very long time to be in this space and be like, I'm doing the absolute best I can in all aspects of my life. And when I know that I'm failing in one, I always try to, to do better that day in that area that I think I'm failing. If I feel like I'm not um, being a good enough wife, I will always try to either make it up on a day that I have the time. Um, And like, it's funny because throughout this podcast, I've been like saying like, we have a successful business. And every time I, it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, shoot, should I not have said that? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's like funny. It comes full circle. But I'm just like, you know, it, we, what is success? Like, how do we measure success? You know, is it happiness? Is it money driven? And like, I don't know. I look at Christian and I, and I think we're so successful. You know, I just yeah. think, I just think we're doing really well with what we have right now. I think success is me- is like best measured by your vision and like what feels like a the perfect day for you, you know, or what feels like the best what could be the best month? Like what does that look like and maybe there's a fi- like a monetary like a number on that month, right? And or, or that day or maybe it's a feeling and you know what I mean, maybe it's being able to like wake, wake up slower or, or not, you know, or maybe it's being able to like grab Tegan and go get lunch middle of the day on a Friday. Like what, you know what I mean? I think that like success is totally measured by like whatever parameter you set for. Agreed. I agree. And that's why I think I'm more so okay with like throughout this podcast saying that we're successful because I have the opportunity to like sit down make a list and check things off that list. Or I have the opportunity to go grab Tegan and go get lunch like on a Friday if I want to, you know, if work isn't like too crazy. So I think for me anyway, and maybe for Christian, it's a little bit different, but for me, like success is different almost every day because sometimes it's a feeling like if there are people that are coming up to me, like throughout the day, like in the gym or the food store and they're like, Oh my God, I've had your food. I love it. That's success. Like I want to hear someone telling me that, the food has changed their life or that they never want to cook again because they love our food or medication because of the food. Like that's what I want. You know, I want to, that's more so success for me than numbers. Um, and like I said, it might be different for Christian, but we both thrive, strive, thrive on people feeling good with our food. (laughs) (laughs) And like the funny thing about that is, and the reality about that is, is that, when you figure out 
when you figure out what that is, like what that why is or what that vision or that the purpose, what lights you up and what makes you excited, it radiates off of you through the outlets that you share, like social media and this and that. And people naturally want to be a part of that and they want to like, they want to know, right? And they, they want to experience that. And like on the flip side of them experiencing that and wanting to be a part of that is money. Right. Which is pretty freaking cool. Which is crazy. Which is so crazy and cool. Happiness. And then they're, they, they want to know what that happiness is from. And then you're getting an income from it. It's crazy. Right. And, and like, that's to me, like that's defines entrepreneurship. Like, and that's why I feel that way is like, for me, I, I feel like, and this, you know, is probably not like the Webster's dictionary definition, but whatever. It's like entrepreneurship to me is like figuring out what lights you up, what makes you feel passionate and like have purpose each day, like in, in reference to like life as, as a whole, and then being able to like go out and do that. And in return, have this like energy exchange of money. Right. And like be able to provide and do good in the world. And if that evolves into multiple streams of income, beautiful. And if it doesn't and it stays at one, that's great too. Um, but, but yeah, that's kind of wh- why I feel like you guys are like, are that. yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. So like, so just to kind of bring this all around, you've also, you also, throughout this entire time and really even before were blogging and doing like influencer work on social media on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> I How- like that because I, I, I am not an influencer by any means whatsoever. Um, I started blogging so, so long ago because I love to write. Like I love yeah. writing. Um, and I've had other people say like, I love the way you write. I love reading your, and I just like, for whatever reason, I like telling a story. Yeah. Um, I think I also like to be on stories on Instagram. It's yeah. just like, you do cool. such good stories. Um, it's funny because I just, it's just weird how natural that comes, but it's just been like an outlet just for me to be me. And mm-hmm. what turned, what started actually as fitness related, all fitness related, turned into being pregnant and talking about my pregnancy and then becoming a mom. And when I say becoming a mom and talking about my experiences through that, like it opened up such a huge community that I had no idea was even out there. Like I said, it started from fitness and I didn't even know about like the mom community. Um, (laughs) And the mom community, it really is this like giant, big community. It's amazing. And also terrifying, you know, because there are some people out there that aren't as nice, but that's besides the point. Um, (laughs) We won't talk about them. We won't talk about them. They don't need need light shined on them. Um, It's just an amazing thing to like become friends like you and I, right? Mm -hmm. With people that you've necessarily never met, but you feel so close to. Um, And that's why I don't really think, I'm not an influencer. I just feel like I just talk to the people that are listening, you know, and it's just like an outlet for me to just be myself. It's separate from work. Um, It includes my daughter, but it's still my thing, you know, and it's a way to show off my husband and my daughter and yeah. all this stuff. 
I think it's so good because there's a part of like becoming a mom and, and business owner um, where like a little piece of you, like you sort of like become that, like you just like become that, like you just become like Tegan's mom, right. Or like Christian's wife or like the other owner of, you know, you know what I mean. And so there's like something so beautiful about being able to like maintain personality and like ownership over like, I am more than this, this, and this. And listen, if anybody listening, like that took me two years to accomplish. I had vegan and it didn't hit me until two years, maybe a year and a half after she was born to finally find who like I really was. And I wasn't just a wife and I wasn't just a mom. And like, that's why I think because it took me so long that now I have absolutely no problem posting up a selfie because that's who I am. And that's what makes me feel good about myself. Like if I think I look good that day, I'm going to post it. And if people don't like it, they could keep scrolling. That's the wonderful thing about Instagram. Um, But I don't want someone like, that's the thing. Like I talked to so many moms. They're like, how did you get back in shape? How are you, you know, so sure of yourself? And I'm like, I asked me a year and a half ago. I wouldn't have been, I would have been in a totally different space and Mm -hmm. it's taken me a while. And that's why I feel so passionately about what I share in my story with um, postpartum and being a business owner, a mom and a wife, because it doesn't happen in the same timeline for everybody. Some people get their body back right away. Some people know exactly who they are as soon as they have their baby. And for me, it took a year and a half. And for someone else, it might take three years, but it's like, it's the journey and you just got to trust it and don't do it alone. You know, I think that's why the community is so important to me. I've felt so envious before and even like I'm still like I still like work on this around like like women who have babies and then they're like immediately out in the world like doing things and like they're just like just doing it and like I don't know how else to explain it other than like they're just yeah like they're just like put together like they're out and about and like they're going about life and just doing life again and I like personally I like struggled a lot I don't even think I outwardly expressed this might be the first time I'm even like saying this that when I like had coral like I I like stayed home for like a month same like on my couch, like with her, just kind of like do like, just like, oh my God, you know? And like, I think we were talking a lot then, you know, just like we're talking like almost every day, all day. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like you were such a great support system for me in that space. Cause it wasn't you, you didn't really serve as a person who was like, no, you just got to get out and go do it. Like, you'll be fine. It was like, we just held space for each other to be in, in whatever that fog was like each other be there and yeah like we were just there there was no push to get out of it it was just like a support for each other yeah totally and I like I still would get like envy over like others who would just like get out and go do it and then over the last like and you know Coral and Tegan are basically the same age they are the same age like Coral is now two and and I mean, she turned two in October, we're recording this in January. And so I feel like I'm just now getting to the space of like being able to ask for help, 
not feeling like I need to prove anything to anybody. Like whether that's like on a business front or like a mom front or a wife front. Um, and just, and like being able to just make decisions and like not second guess everything that I'm like thinking and tap into that, just like that instinct. And it's just, like you said, it kind of just, it happens for everybody differently and on a different timeline. Um, and it just all ties back into like, there is no like handbook. There is no, there's no like balance there. It's just figuring out right. and trying and like having grace with yourself to like be in where, whatever, whatever space you're in at any given time. And isn't it like, I think it's funny, like once you finally get to that space where you're like, where you are now and where we are, where I am now, it's like, you know, it, it took this long, but how great is it that like we went through like those phases to get to where we are because we've learned so much through sitting on our couch. I'm pretty sure I sat on my couch for two months and never moved. So you might've been one month. I did it for two months, like legit didn't move, but like, <laughs> I know. Like all the journey and the learning and the experiences and like it's it's your own timeline and that's why like I feel just so passionate about talking about in the beginning I I got backlash and in the beginning I was like very nervous about talking about my experiences and what I went through and then after I just sucked it up and like talked about it there were so many other people that were like experiencing what I was experiencing and my biggest my biggest advice to anybody like that is having a baby is to just don't do it alone. Like obviously you probably have a partner, but yeah, you need more like talk to someone about how yeah. you're feeling and don't feel ashamed of it. Because I guarantee you, if you talk to someone about how you're feeling that that person felt the same way, they just haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. It's, it's like always that. <laughs> always. And it's like, I wish someone would just talk about it. Right. Like no one tells you the hard stuff. Christian's always like saying that to me. He's like, you talk about the hard stuff. So yeah, you have some people who you've lost as a friend or some people that won't agree with what you're saying and they've had a perfect pregnancy or um, a perfect, you know, postpartum couple of months or fourth trimester, whatever you want to call it. But for the people who haven't, like you're that voice, you know? So yeah. that's why I wrote a blog about it. That's right. Why I did an IGTV about it. And it was just worth it for me because I wish someone... I wish I had watched someone's IGTV or watched yeah. or read someone's blog, you know. I just had like a blip of inspiration in reference to like you loving to write and like tell story and like just connect with people that it'd be so cool. I know that they're like separate things, but it'd be cool for you to highlight like like people who've been like massively impacted by Coronado's clean cuisine and like highlight them and write, like tell their story and like be yeah. their voice. You know what I mean? And love that. <laughs> yeah. And like highlight them on social media or like whatever, you know what I mean? On the Coronado's clean cuisine blog, things like that. <laughs> I would love that. And um, if we start that, it's going to be, it's going to say founded by Nikki. Yeah, stop. You don't have to do that. Okay. All right. So why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, find you, find you and also Coronado's Clean Cuisine? The easiest way to find me is on Instagram. So you can find me at Christy Coronado and then Coronado's Clean Cuisine is just at Coronado's Clean Cuisine. Um, and then the websites are exactly the same. So it's just www.christycoronado.com and then it's www.coronadoscleancuisine.com. We are honestly so active, way more active on Instagram than anywhere else. Yeah. 
Perfect. Well, I'll also um, put the links in the show notes so you guys can um, just scroll down and grab them there. And I know Chrissy would love to hear from you. And she's so good on social media and so good on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I, I loved having you. I've loved seeing you for the first time in person. It was so great to hang out. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm in my closet right now. We're having uh, our ceilings, some stuff done to our ceilings. So my whole house is in plastic. I was telling Christy before I, so we started this. So I'm in my closet surrounded by my clothes and a pile of laundry, which if anybody follows me knows that I'm just the world's worst laundry folder. Listen, and I, it's not balanced because something yeah. fell by the wayside. I claim it. Like I, I'm, I fully own the, like, I hate folding laundry title. Um, and it's all good. I, I get to it eventually. Exactly. Eventually. <laughs> I always say that this is a good closing note. I always say that I'm willing to leave a pile of laundry if it means I can go make memories. Like if I can go on a bike ride instead of sitting and folding laundry, then I'm going on the bike ride in the pile. Someone make a meme of that because I need to share it. I need that to live on my Instagram. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not like willing to sit down on the floor and fold laundry for 30 minutes. If it means like I get to miss out on going and catching the sunset at the beach, like I'm good. I'll fold the laundry. I'm quoting. I'm going to quote you. on my Instagram quote highlight. Yeah, that's my that's my shortcut to uh to to success is is not folding the laundry. <laughs> Making memories. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. So thank you so much for being here. I've loved, loved having you. Um and I foresee us doing more of this in the future. I certainly hope so. Thank you for having me.